Welcome to the Johnny Cassell Show. This is your number one resource for dating and lifestyle advice. All right, guys. All right, welcome back. This is the Ask Me Anything series. I'm Johnny Cassell. I'm a dating coach. I'm a life coach. I've been working in the men's self-development field for 14 years now. This is your opportunity to ask me anything in your dating life, in your social life, anything that you want to be addressed. This is an hour of my time. I'll give you up to an hour of my time here on Instagram feed. All you have to do is throw your questions in here, okay? Throw your questions in here and I will, I'll do my best to answer them, answer them in the best way I can, okay? So let's, let's have a few shout outs first of all. Hi, Xvanidato. Uh, hello, hi, Melanati. Hi, Al Alberto. Welcome back, Melanati. Hello, LA style. I'm going to be in LA on Friday. I'm flying into LA this Friday, guys. So, for you US citizens, or you want to fly over to see me and work with me in LA, um, I'm going to be there from the fourth to the 10th, that's my coaching period, okay? I'm gonna be coaching from the 4th of November to the 10th of November in Los Angeles. So if you're out there, that'll be your opportunity to work with me. And I'm excited, I'm excited. I've had a busy couple of weeks. I, um, you know, I've, I've had a situation with my father. My father's now recovered, he's out of hospital. So, you know, thank God for that. Uh, I've moved apartment. Now, I've actually moved to the most central location that I could possibly ask for in London, literally Trafalgar Square, right? If you know London, you know where Trafalgar Square is. Trafalgar Square is on my doorstep, right? So uh, it's a new chapter, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, the next couple of years here. Uh, let's see how it goes. Um, so I'm really excited to, for those that are working with me in London, um, I'm, I'm excited for showing you guys around. Um, but anyway, let's get back to the shout-outs. Uh, Favi, hi Daniel, hi Kevin, welcome back. Uh, Jorocam, hi Waywell, what else we got? Hi Dan, welcome back, hi Vin, uh, hi Vin. Okay, cool, we already got some questions here. Right, I'm gonna, okay, let me just, as I see new people arrive and I'll be shouting you guys out as well, so don't worry about that. Right, so Jorod Cam says, how to approach girls at pubs, okay? Great question. And I think it all depends on a situation. You may be going to the pub with your group of friends. Now, in actual fact, this is what I, what I always call at my workshops. When you come to my workshops, I always talk about the lab culture in which I got very caught up in. And that was going to the same bar, the same pub, week in, week out, and just sort of hiding behind drinking beers, looking at women, but not actually doing anything about it. It was a very frustrating way to spend your evening. Um, but what I actually found was to, what was helpful is use, use the lad culture, use the group of guys that you're going out with right, as the vehicle, as the social vehicle, but be sure to splinter away from the group and actually do your own thing. You know, it may be that you're on your way to the bathrooms and you just see, see a group of girls. You may ask them, well, what are you guys celebrating? I think you'll find that through curiosity, you'll 
through, through curiosity, you'll give birth to your best material, right? More often than not, the, the environment gives you things to talk about, right? If you see a group of girls, straight away you can assume that there is an occasion going on there, right? A, another great assumption would to, be to use is, which one's the birthday girl, right? Remember, splinter away from your group of friends and just try a few things out for your own development. Otherwise, what's going to happen, you're just going to stay in that group of friends that are just going to you know, be hiding behind the drinking all the time, week in, week out. You're not going to grow. I'm sharing this with you because this is exactly, it's a great question, uh, Gerard, because this is where I came from. This is where I came from, and I think a lot of guys can relate on that, you know, going out, hiding behind the drink, not doing anything about it, splinter away from the group, take a bit of a risk, you know, and see if you can start some conversation. A great one that I shared with the guys on the workshop uh, just gone was if you're at the bar, right, and someone else has ordered their drink, you know, just a very, very minimal investment, and very minimal investment interaction is this, just rolling your head to the, to the side of your shoulder and going... What did you go for? Right? Easy. Easy. We don't need to think it. Again, the environment is giving you the content to talk about. Don't overthink it. So remember, big takeaway from that question. Love the question. Splinter away from the guys and take some risk. My favorite saying is if you don't take the risk, you're not going to get the reward. All right? So thanks for the question, buddy. Kevin Martello, that's crazy. 14 years. Yeah, 14 years, man. <laughs> 14 years at this. <laughs> right. Daisia says, how do I introduce my boyfriend to my parents? Just, um, I think, I think, I think, um, I, you know, I don't know how old, how old you are, but I think just give them the heads up. Just go, I'm thinking about um, inviting my boyfriend round you know, or whatever his name is around, is it okay? And, you know, they're expecting one day you're going to bring your boyfriend around at some point, right? So, you, I mean, I, I, you just got to do it. You just got to just do it. Don't overthink it. Just do it. And, um, you know, it probably, it probably can feel a bit awkward introducing someone into your uh, <laughs> family. And, and, and your parents may be a bit awkward about it as well. But that's just part of the process until, you know, you get used to, um, they get used to you bringing the boyfriend back or introducing guys to the family, okay? Uh, don't overthink it, just do it, give them the heads up before, and um, I'm sure that, I'm sure it'll be lovely, okay? So don't be so anxious about it, just give them the heads up and uh, make it happen. Uh, oh. I'm scared that they won't like him. What are your tips for them. Okay, here's the deal. Look, I've, I've been in relationships where I know, right, the, the family don't like me. Don't like me, or I'm a bit on the back foot because I'm not the ideal guy for their daughter. However, right, you got to remember, your parents just want to see you happy. And if that individual can bring that out of you, can bring you out this happier side, then that's all they're looking for, right? That is all they're looking for, okay? So just have that in mind. Just have that in mind. And I'm sure that he's going to be on his best behavior too, right? I mean, I, I, I'm always on my best behavior when I meet, meet the family, you know? I mean, you know, I, I, 
I've, I've got to show respect. So again, don't overthink it. Um, just remember, your family just want to see you happy. Okay. Melanati says, how, how to approach the girls in the gym? This is a really great question. I love this question because I've got a, a book that's coming out on this exact subject. Uh, it's still on my desktop. We haven't finished it yet. Um, it just, you know, ironing out the creases. But I always take a more holistic approach. I think the gym is a very social place, right? And what I would encourage you to do is start being more social as opposed to just hitting on girls at the gym because that can be quite, you know, high risk, right? And naturally, if you are appearing to be the more social person at the gym, it's natural. People are going to become more intrigued about you, right? So think about it. Who is the main influencers at the gym? I'm talking the gym instructors, the people taking the classes, the people at reception, the people that you see there often, Start small talking, start building more rapport. And when people see you as more of the social person in the gym, you know, they're going to have less of a guard up, you know, if you were to then roll on to have conversation with them. Okay. So I would take more of that approach. Um, I think classes are great, right? If you go to gym classes, think about just turning up there maybe like five minutes earlier. And, you know, just see if you can get a bit of small talk at the beginning. And again, when you're packing up at the end, seeing if you can get a bit of small talk then. Don't rush in for the kill straight away. Think of this as more of a long-term view, right? You're going to see these people week in, week out if you're attending classes or certain sessions. So just think of it as like you're topping up your investment within the people you're talking to week in, week out. And at the end... You know, you're going to get used to seeing each other. You're going to become part of each other's routine. And you may want to even think about this, right? When you've got decent rapport with the, the leader of the class or the gym instructor, this is a great one, by the way, is say this to them, you, you know what would be great? If we just did like a gym social, maybe like once a month. Now he'll use, he or she will use their influence on the rest of the group to put that together. And then you get everyone out of the gym bubble into maybe a night out or a restaurant or whatever, and then you can really get to know them and, you know, maybe turn up the heat a little bit and blow off some steam, so to speak. So great question. Uh, I love that because the gym is a very social place. And anyone that is looking after themselves, you know, health and fitness wise, again, if you're doing this at home, like with these, I'm saying this because I had a, I had a client that told me that they had a gym instructor, but the gym instructor was on Skype, they were doing workouts at home. I mean, this is, this is nonsense, this is ridiculous. If you're listening to my channel, you're watching all my, my material, you're reading my book, you are making a conscious effort to make more social decisions in your life, right? So go to the gym and do your homework. Visit several before you sign up a membership to see which is the more social gym, right? And, Experiment with different classes. Experiment with different classes. Classes where there's mixed groups as opposed to just being male dominant. All right? So great question, uh, Melanati. Thank you. I think we, we went on some great tangents with that one. Um, lots of takeaway there. Uh, hi, Helen Greenaway. Thanks for coming on. Daniel, what are you talking about? Is it bought or rented? My, my new apartment? It, it's rented. Uh... 
Gian, hello, I whiz. Wiz, when is the last time I got laid? I mean, <laughs> you don't need to know that, man. You don't need to be asking me these questions. Ask me questions that are going to help you to get laid, all right? That's not a concern you have to have, and it's definitely, put it, believe me, it's, it's the least of my worries, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Helen says, why am I attracting younger men? Younger men? Interesting. Why are you attracting younger men? Um... I don't know. I don't know why you're attracting younger men, Helen. Um, perhaps it's the environments that you're in. Maybe it's the signals you perhaps give off. Maybe you have a very youthful presence about yourself. Um, but I definitely know guys that like older women, right? There is an allure to being with an older woman. There's the idea of being the fantasy for, for an older woman. Um, I have a friend of mine, he's younger than me, he's in his uh, mid-twenties, and he's he's been getting with women, like, you know, in their fifties, and I was talking to him about it, I go, wow, okay, like, what's what's the allure here, what's the attraction? He goes, you know what, like, you know, I always say, like, these are the women that raised the, the rock stars of a certain generation, right, and that's the attraction for me. I was like, okay, all right, so, so that's his thing. Um... But listen, I think what you've got to you've got to be careful, Helen, with, with the younger guys because you know understand it, it may not be a long term play. You know, it might be a bit of fun and it might be a, a bit of excitement. But at the end of the day, it's going to hit that point where they start where they start thinking, okay, what's next? What's the next chapter in my life? And you know, they may want children. They may want. Um, you know, to, to get married or, and, you know, you just might not be on the same page as each other, you know, depending on your age and, and your setup and your situation. Um, but by all means, you know, enjoy it, have fun with it, but just protect yourself emotionally for the long-term view. Okay. Uh, hi, Dermot. Kevin says, I'm going to join a men membership, so I might do a free swimming session. There's going to be members my age between 18 to 24, and I wanted to reduce my social anxiety, not overthinking. Um, okay, great. Swimming is, is, is one. Um, anything, anything that is like a group kind of, yeah, a, group, a group kind, ah, group kind of, um, you know, class or anything like that, you know. Get get social. Don't be doing like sports where it's just very singular, you know, because that's really defeating the object here. Kevin also says, how do I make friends? Well, as I said, like I think what I've just shared earlier on when I said about going to the gym and starting the small talk and, you know, getting seeing uh, people on a regular basis, naturally, you know, you're going to start a routine there where you actually get used to seeing the same sort of people. And I think naturally a friendship's going to develop. Be curious about the people that are in the class, you know, actually care about their story, ask them questions. Um, and again, I said, suggest doing something uh, aside from going the, to the gym, Right. And that's where friendship's going to come. I, I did a post ages ago when I talked about loneliness. And I said, that if you find yourself in a position where you're lonely, it's probably because you chose to stop learning, right? If you think about learning, every time you learn something, if you think about something you want to learn right now, maybe it's learning how to swim. Maybe it's learning how to box. Maybe it's learning uh, a new language, right? Learning how to ski, learning how to skateboard, whatever it is, 
right? It brings people together. It forms a sense of community. And within that community, you've got like-minded individuals, right? You've got like-minded individuals and you create friendship. You create friendship. Go back to learning. If you find yourself ever in a position where you're lonely, go back to learning because it puts people together, right? So I hope that helps, Kevin. Thanks for the question. LA Style 007, love that handle, says, how do you approach any girl that's quickly walking by in the street? LA Style, that's a really great, great question. I love the fact you've answered, uh, asked that. And this is more of like, perhaps this is like in the weekday, right? You're in a city, you're in a town, um, you know, it's an office worker, in between meetings perhaps, you see the strut, the po firm posture, the per person is walking with purpose and the polite side of you doesn't want to stop that person, doesn't want to interfere with that person's day, right? But the other side to you actually, you know, wants to go after it, wants to, you know, wants to find out if there's anything more, you know, wants to do something about it, right? So here's what you got to do. You got to, you got to understand the first thing you're going to hear out of their mouth Right, when you go over and say, "Excuse me," right, it's, uh, they're going to say this. I, I can't talk. I'm busy. That's what anyone's going to say. It's probably what you would say if someone came over to you. Because for all you know, you know, this is a beggar. This is a charity worker. This is, I don't know, some pickpocket. You ain't got the time for anyone. You're walking with purpose. So the thing that you must say when you see someone that is in a rush is, "Excuse me, two minutes, because I've got a rush." Do you see what I do? said there? I can say it again. Excuse me, two minutes because i got to go. Right? Something like that. Something that implies that you are in a rush. Right? That you are in a rush. And there's a very interesting thing that happens there. Within that moment, it's like in the brain, you just kind of, you, you register that. You digest it and you go, okay, okay, just two minutes. And that is just enough time for them to slow down their, uh, what's going on in their mind and allow you to actually kind of get your point across. But don't look to sit in there for a bloody 20 minute interaction because it's just not going to happen. And to be honest, you shouldn't have 20 minutes on your side to do that. What does it say about you? Okay, go in there, make the point and wrap it up. You know, understand that your approach in the daytime has made enough impact, right? For her to want to see, to see you again, right? She's going to go back to a meeting or her office and go, wow, something crazy just happened. This guy just came out of nowhere and told me how amazing I looked. And uh, we exchanged numbers. Now, you are the talk of the office, right? Everyone's going to be checking in with her to see you know, what the update is every week with, with the guy that approached her in the street, yeah? So just remember that, yeah? I call that a time constraint. Yeah, you just got to put your little time constraint in there. Excuse me, two minutes because I'm just in a rush, right? Get it in before you hear it from them, okay? Great, great question, LA style. And hey, look, if you are in uh, LA, just making that comment going by your handle, um, direct message me and we'll see if we can get some coaching uh, together whilst I'm out there, 4th to the 10th, okay? Uh, okay, of November. Tyza said, how do, I, how, do I, how do I introduce my boyfriend to my parents? I'm scared. I've already answered that question. Oh, I'm scared to tell them that I met him on a dating app. Tyza, don't worry about it. Look, you're, um, it's 2019. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not, it's not 1999. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've, we've come a long way. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're a million miles away from the days of where MSN messenger live chat rooms and it, plenty of fish were the platforms for online dating. Yeah. Online dating, everyone's on online dating now. We're all online. So we're all meeting people online. Okay. There's less stigma attached to it. Um, you know, as long as the guy's not some sort of catfish, creepy weirdo, I'm sure you're, you're, you've got nothing to worry about. <laughs> okay. Mm. Is it a good idea to introduce him on my birthday? Well, if you've been spending a bit of time with him, invested some time with him, and they are familiar of this guy, then why not? Why not? You know? I think you're overthinking it. I think you're overthinking it, and I think that's what's causing the anxiety. Remember, your parents just want to see you happy. Jorod says, that was a great answer. Thank you very much. I'll try it. No worries. That's what I'm here for. I'm here, you know, every Tuesday to give you solid advice from my experience. Um, you know, I'm teaching men of all different backgrounds, all ages, from all over the world. They fly in to see me here in London to work with them on their issues. I mean, you can do seven days and seven nights with me here in London. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm working very intensely with guys. And we're doing mentorship programs as well, right? People come here and stay for six, six to 12 months right, to get their life handled, right? See this, see, see that sort of um, approach as the masters of your social development, right? Taking a masters in social development, right? That is the equivalent of what, what you're doing with that package. Um, okay, hi, King Brooklyn. Hi, Norman. Hi, Riot Purist. Dell's on the call. Hi, Dell. How you doing, buddy? Hi, DeMarco. Annabelle says, relationship issues I've got, share them. Let's put them on the feed. Let me, let me answer them for you. Wiz says, why don't any dating coaches have love in their life? It's a great question. And mainly because they focus on mastering how to build attraction as opposed to long, deep, meaningful relationships. Um, that's the answer. That is the answer. I think there's a lot of people that... Um, within their marketing and within their message, you know, uh, they are teaching men how to make surface level impact, become briefly interesting, right? Enough to get it across the line into third base, have a sexual experience with a woman, uh, but not the, the next stage. And I think that's where a lot of my work differenti differentiates itself from a lot of the stuff that's out there is because we take a holistic approach, right? My message is to help you guys create deep, meaningful relationships, whether they be for your relationship, intimate relationships, whether they be for your career, whether they be for having decent friendships with decent people, right? So that's why, that's the answer to your question, okay? Because in actual fact, I think it's easy to get laid, guys. It's easy to get laid, it's easy to, to create attraction, right? But the thing that most people haven't mastered, other coaches out there, is how to tune into that emotional frequency, right? And I think that's what myself and my team do very well. So I think that's what you'll get from us. Hi, Ellie. Dizer says, I'm 24, he's 25. 
I'm going to introduce him on my birthday dinner. Perfect. Do it. And I wish you all the best. I'm sure everyone on this feed listening uh, is really rooting for you too. Uh, believe me, once you get over this, this, this mound in your mind, I mean, you're going to be flying. You know, you'll, you'll be fine. Okay? Hi, Annabelle. Hi, Ellie. Okay. All right. You'll, you'll be fine, Dizer. Brooklyn says it's 2019. It's 2019. They know people are meeting online. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, it's all good. It's all good. I'm good, Lucid Lambo. Uh, okay. I Steve the Love Seeker. Love that handle. Great. Dizer, God bless you. No worries. Just keep us in the loop. Let me know how it's all going. Uh, Timor, like a gram, Elvis. And, wow, see, Dyes is confirming. There you go. The female here, 23, 24 years old. She says, when I was single, I used to approach guys at the gym and make friends. Okay? Confirming the gym is a place to be social, guys. Okay? The gym is a place to be social. And if your gym doesn't seem so social... See if you can introduce that to the culture or just change it, right? Annabella says, how do I get a dick? <laughs> how do I get the dick? <laughs> I like it, you know, straight to the point. You've got, again, you've got to be more social, Annabella. You've got to get out there, right? Get out of the girls, you know, and, and, and have a good time. If you're not being social, you're not exposing yourself to an opportunity to meet people. So I think... This, and this is the big breakthrough. When you go out and you think, um, I'm going to get laid tonight, right? You're not going to get laid. You're not going to get laid because you're just putting so much pressure on yourself to be sexy or behave sexy or go and say that cool line or appear all cool. And you're just overplaying it and you're not yourself. Just go out, focus on being social. And that is the foundation because it gets you in the front door and then you can get some rapport going with someone and then anything can happen after that, okay? My, my motto, and if you've read my book, Elite Seduction, you can get it on Amazon. This was a big hurdle for me at the beginning, you know? I was immature, I was thinking like that, oh, we're gonna go out and get laid tonight. We never got laid with that attitude. I, I had the attitude, I changed the attitude to we're going out to meet fun and interesting people and guess what happened? We had a lot of fun and things got very interesting. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Nick. Good to have you on. Good to have you on, buddy. Hope you're enjoying the feed. Hi, Emmanuel. Hi, AJ. Hi, Diego. Welcome, buddy. Anyone that needs any interior design sorted out, Diego's your man. He is a professional. He's an expert at really introducing masculinity into a space whether you're living in there, you're hosting, it's your bedroom, whatever the application, Diego's your man. Go and follow Diego Correa, interior design, a uh, very good friend of mine, and tell him I sent you there. He'll look after you. Okay? Great. A lot of people signing up to the gym after this, uh, <laughs> after this broadcast today. Fantastic. Hi, Luciana. 
Dizer says, how do I know he's the one? Why you really like this guy, huh? A lot of questions on this guy tonight. How do I know he's the one and how can we work out a long distance relationship? I haven't seen him for two months now, but we talk every day. Yeah, the physical aspect is important. It's going to um, put pressure on both sides, okay? I've been there, I've been in long distance relationships and um, you know, if, if you're not getting the physical side of it sorted out, you're not physically seeing each other, um, you're just wasting each other's time. You're just hanging on to the never, never. Okay, so I think like do the invest time with each other, heighten the level of communication, but do have in mind that you are going to have to hit a crossroads at some point. Are we going this way or are we going that way? Right? Who's jumping ship? Who's relocating? Right? But invest the time in it first, carry on how you're doing, see each other a month here, month there, or two months in, two months off, however you want to do it. Um, but really, yeah, it's it's about making sure you've still got that physical aspect uh, going on. Otherwise, you know, again, you're just robbing each other of, of, of time, right? Uh, hi, Darcy. Welcome. Hi, Vianney. Jimmy the Gamble, another regular. Good to have you on, buddy. Jimmy, ask me a question, please. I haven't had any questions from you for a while. Now's your opportunity. Hi, Anamata. Uh, Dizer, I have doubts that my boyfriend may have a side chick. How can I tell him that I think he does? I mean, I'm just saying this because we haven't seen each other for two months. We're in a long distance relationship. Just ask him. Ask him. Just, I'd really appreciate your, your, your openness and, and, and I really appreciate us being transparent with each other and you know are you seeing anyone else like you know have, have you have you have you been sleeping with anyone else right I'm not going to be mad I'd be more mad if you lied to me I just want to know like don't be afraid to ask these questions look remember most relationships really fuck up because people attach consequence to asking a question or expressing a need or a desire from the other, right? So if, you, if this is on your mind, ask it. Ask it, hit it head on, right? Get closure on that. Hi, Jay Sketch, hi, Raboshi, hi, Oshin Michael. Okay, here comes a question from uh, Jim, uh, Missag. How should I handle when I see a pretty girl so suddenly that I won't even have any time for preparation? This is really frustrating. Okay, uh, here's what I want you to do, buddy. I just want you to think of when it comes to looks. I mean, I don't like when it comes to scoring someone on the visual scale. I don't like to do it, right? I try to move my clients away from doing that. But if they're still in that mindset, I don't want you to. I don't want you to elevate them to be a ten, so to speak, right? If you're playing the number game with how you judge someone visually. Everyone now starts at a five. If you think that woman is super attractive, she's a five, right? Only do they start scoring points when you start discovering more about them. So let that be a driver. Let that be an urge to move you over there and actually do something about it, right? Because think about it, right? Logically, it doesn't make sense. How can someone be a 10 if you don't know anything about them? It doesn't make sense. You're simply setting yourself up for a fool, 
right? You're setting yourself up for rejection because you're going over there to just hope that this person accepts you in their life, but you know nothing about this person. You know nothing about this person. The whole point of meeting someone, right, talking to someone, is seeing if your values are in a line with each other. And if your values are in a line with each other, then great, right? It's worth maybe seeing each other again. But it starts with knowing what you want first, right? You've got to sit down, you've got to work out what's important to me from an individual that I want to spend time with, right? That might be on a short term, it might be on a long term, right? But you've got to think about that and you've got to assess that and you've got to make sure that kind of comes out through your language, through your conversation when you're speaking to someone, okay? It can't just be, oh my God, she's so amazing. It just doesn't make sense. Because what that's going to do, it's going to push you back, it's going to push you into retreat mode, rather than allow you of your abilities, right? So remember, everyone starts at a five. Everyone starts at a five until you go over there and find anything more about them, okay? Let that be your driver. Thank you for that question. I think that was really helpful for everyone to hear. Okay, Dizer, enough questions with the boyfriend now. We've answered all the questions. I don't want to complicate the issue. We know what we need to do with him. Let's bench it. Let's move forward. We're good. We know. We know everything's going to go great for you. Everything's going to go great for you right now. You're overthinking. And I just did this thing on Instagram, right? I, I posted about me moving into my new apartment. And I talked about where fear is, right? Where fear is. Fear, it, fear sits in the middle, the anticipation of leading up to something, right? I was fearing the day I had to pack all my stuff and I had to move, you know, and it was causing me a bit of anxiety and I was getting a bit anxious. I was like, oh, I was overthinking it. But come the day of the doing, there's no fear. There's no anxiety. It's just doing. It just is. Just get on with it, right? So it's the same with anything. Just remind yourself that you're getting flustered, you're overthinking because you are in the middle here. You're sitting in the anticipation of that day. It's going to be fine. Everything's going to be great. Okay. <laughs> Kevin says, I'm going to Los Angeles. Spend, hi, Arthur. Welcome back. I'm going to Los Angeles, spending New Year's and spending a new decade in the West Coast. Fantastic. Kevin, if you want any suggestions of where to go, I've got a really great network in LA. Um, and I'm sure there's going to be some really great parties that I could probably hook you up with. So, um, which I'm always looking up. Any, anyone that's working with me, any of my clients, um, you know, I've got a really great network within that sort of, uh, these sort of scenes. So it's always something that I help my clients out with. Uh, so yeah, if you're looking for any pointers, just hit me up. Okay. Dyza, okay, cool. Kevin says, I'm starting a week of challenges or just reducing my approach anxiety. I'm starting with asking for directions and going from there. I just want to do, do it to learn and not be afraid to talk to strangers. Good for you. I think everyone should be setting themselves weekly challenges if they're looking to develop this area of your life. Hi, Danio. Welcome. Welcome to the feed, brother. Um, we need to talk about that event that we're going to do at that club. Uh, your girl hasn't got back to me yet. Uh, so if you want to just kind of give her a nudge and uh, we'll put something together. Hi, Elvis. 
Hope you're, hope you're a good buddy. How's my, how's my portrait coming along? Elvis has been updating me with this drawing he's doing of me, and uh, he's a fantastic illustrator. Go and follow Elvis Neil Rill. He's also worked with me uh, last month, and uh, he's doing great. He's been updating me on that. Um, but yeah, I want to see this portrait. Hurry up with that, man. Hi, <laughs> King. Dan says, the girl I told you about last time that I'm going to be taken out to wine and dine, do you think I should be paying all for it or do we split the bill? Fuck no, you don't split the bill. Fuck no. You pick the bill up, right? You're taking the girl out. You're treating her. Don't, just don't even let it come to that at the end, please. In actual fact, do this. It's a really nice move that I like to do, okay? When it comes towards the end of the 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 meal before the the waiter or the waitress comes down to put the check on the table go up you know the your your date's going to think you're just going to the bathroom whatever but just handle the bill just handle the bill before it even lands on the table it's good like i just wanted to set the bill before we it goes on the table right it's just a real smooth move to do you know and then you know you can just say look should we go cool and we what about the bill just go, i sorted it and then just go. Real smooth move to do. I love doing that. Okay. Hi, Devaroo. Princess. Hi, hi, Oliver. Hi, Omar. Welcome, buddy. Caroline Hall, hello, hello, Caroline. How are you, darling? Oh. Dizer, look, if you're scared, he's a, look, your anxiety lies in the questions that you are too afraid to, to ask, okay? Just put it on the table, pull him on it. Pull him on it, right? Remove your mind from the uncertainties, address them. I don't come to, I don't go to Bristol, no. I mean, like, I'm, I'm open to it. If, if we got about 50 people in, in Bristol, right, that want to do a session, then I'll, I'll be coming to, I'll, I'm happy to do like a group session if we get that many people. Um, otherwise, you know, I only come with my, with my one-on-one fee. Uh, so my fee would have to be paid for my travel and my expenses. Um, but I don't. Th- I think. I think uh, from what you want, I don't think it need. I need to be in Bristol. I think we could probably work together over Skype. Um, do things that way. I vip boss, Julius Caesar. I love that handle. Okay, guys. All right. Well, look, I've just answered all of your questions. Okay. My next workshop is going to be in LA. Okay, I'm going to be working from the 4th of November through to the 10th, okay? Um, And that's my focus at the moment, guys. I'm out there, I'm working, I'm crushing it out there. Um, And I'm working with clients on a weekly basis here in London. My team's working with people on a weekly, weekly basis. You know, from the ground up, from the mindset, improving your conversation ability, improving your social confidence in social scenarios, improving your image, how you present yourself offline, how you look, how you dress, how you express your personality through your clothes, right? 
We have got every area in your life handled. We are at a one-stop shop for your own personal development, okay? If you're in doubt or not sure if we cover something, feel free to shoot me a message. DM me right now and ask me, yeah? Uh, the service that I offer is very tailored and it's very bespoke to each individual that we work to work with, okay? Um, the format's the same, but you know, every, every client is different, okay? Every client is different. I want you to be reassured that however special your case may be or you think it is, right? Um, you know, everyone thinks they're a special case. Everyone thinks they're a special case. And for someone in my position that's been doing this for so long, I can see the patterns. I can see the patterns in behavior and what needs fixing, what needs addressing, and I'm very quick to fix it, right? I'm not in the business of retaining clients over the long term, right? Because what would that say about my work? I'm in the business of getting the job done quickly, getting you out there for you to then enjoy all of the fruits that now bear, and um, moving on to my next client, right? If you're in doubt, check out my, I've got tons of reviews on Google. We've got loads of reviews on YouTube, video testimonials. I've been around a long time, guys. Um, so do do your homework before you even think about working with me because I want you to have trust and I want you to be willing before you know we kick things off of each other, okay? Right. Yeah, send me a direct message, all good. Um, PR insertion. I'm interested in getting your seduction book. Go on to Amazon. Uh, go on Amazon now. It's um, yeah, Amazon.com. Type in Elite Seduction, and you will be able to get a copy from it. I mean, it's for, for nine ninety nine, you know, for ten pounds, uh, there's a lot of great material in there um, that will. I, I guarantee it will change your perspective. Uh, it really challenge uh, what you know about dating and social, and. Um, yeah, I, I think I think it'll change your life. All right, guys. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it now. Um, thank you again. Thank you again. Every week I come here and you are answering. You are asking some great questions, and with with those great questions comes great content. You know, it really does. You know, the, the more that you challenge me, the more you challenge me of what I know, the the better that this this broadcast can be every week. Okay. All right, guys, so God bless you. Um, have a lovely evening. Have a lovely afternoon. Have a lovely morning. I know you're from all around the world. And, um, yeah, I'll see you same time next week. Take care. If you enjoyed the content, follow me on Instagram at London Dating Coach.